and welcome to another episode of Things and Stuff, the show where we talk about things and stuff. I'm one of your hosts, Jeremy, alongside my best friend and co-host, Alex. Hello. We have got a great show for you today. Yes. But first, as always, actually, scratch that. Alex, I have something to tell you. Ooh. Oh, switching it up. Oh, yeah, switching it up. I just, I, I had to, I had to take the first swing at it. Uh-huh. So, recently, I have discovered, well, I stumbled upon something that was completely fascinating, and in a completely Jeremy way, I dived right in uh-huh. right so i'm scrolling through facebook and this video pops up starts auto playing okay uh-huh and it caught my attention because of the style and it was clever had a clever title i'm like all right you got me you got a minute 30 seconds of my attention i'm in it was a style swap of better now by post malone Mm-hmm. So that's the song is better now by Post Malone, and this artist whose name is Blanks, I believe. Yeah, he that's made awesome. an '80s version of it, like he '85ed it. Uh huh. I'm in. Right. You've so he did a me. style swap. Tell me about the colors. Oh, those your neon pinks, blues, <laughs> pur- you know, purples, whites. He had the big hair, the windbreaker, you know, whatever. Oh, those all out. Oh yeah, Top he to like bottom. he made the um. He made it look like an old VHS, like with the scratchiness on the bottom and That's the record good. blinking on the top, and the yeah. aspect ratio was a square. That's perfect. <laughs> good. You gotta four have four three, three if you're yeah. gonna be in the '80s, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so, and the like, it was a flawless rendition of like how this song would be produced in the '80s. Yeah, it was like pop sensation, right? Uh-huh. And so I was like, all right, what else you got? And so it was like one of his first, like he had one of two videos, and he did um, a song by Drake. You know, uh huh. And I was like, "All right, I'm in." So then I was like, loving it, or showing Natalie and everything like that. And then two days ago, he posted another one. Ooh! And I'm like, "Ah, oh, this is great!" And so I like watched him. You should go check him out. His name is Music by Blanks. And um, so I'm watching it, but there's only three videos. You can only listen to these '80s versions so many times. So I checked out what else this guy does. Mm-hmm. This guy is a legit musician. So he has this other like series that he does on his channel uh-huh. where he is recreating music in an hour. That's a good concept. In in like a very Ed Sheeran type of way. So Ed Sheeran in like his shows, he loops everything on his gu- acoustic guitar. So he like he's playing the guitar and then he like loops it and then he like plays over it like a different part and then he loops it and then he plays over it like percussions on his drums. Yeah. This guy though, he's got like a full studio setup. So mm-hmm. he does like the piano first and he's so talented. He does the piano and then he's like does using a synth or whatever and then he uses does the guitar and then he has one of those what MIDI controls or whatever, uh-huh. uh, MIDI pads or whatever and he's like doing the percussions. It is is amazing so he's done a lot of popular songs and he um i don't know it's amazing i don't buy it you, you should watch all of his videos it's music by blanks and in my feelings by drake is one of his 80s swaps um he did uh better now by post malone um it's just he's good and i had to share i, I just love the concept of this guy showing the creative process too of like hey i make good covers on youtube Here's how I make those good covers on YouTube. Like that that's cool. That's yeah, a really Yeah, for those cool ones thing. he showed the process and kind of walked you through how he was doing everything and like why he was choosing these certain sounds cuz he knows his range really well and so he's like I can't rap this part so I'm going to turn it into um like give it a melody or whatever. Yeah. But the parts though, the production value on his 80s remixes. That's where it's at. Like he is he's very talented. Check it out. It would be awesome if he was like actually recording on tape too. Like it, like really did the whole nine on that thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's great. Um, 
But yeah, did you have anything you want to share before we get into our um, our different things and stuff? Uh, you know, I was prepared to come in today with a, a short review of Death Cab for Cutie's new album. Oh, it I came out on Friday. And, uh, and then I listened to it, and I was like, yeah, I'm, I have nothing to say about that album. <laughs> it's not very good. That's all I have to say about it. Uh, I learned that there has been maybe been some major shakeups in the the writing process of that band. It sounds like oh really yeah, it sounds like their guitar player left mm-hmm. after the last album. Which, okay, I should say I'm a coming late to the party kind of guy with Death Cab for Cutie. I didn't. I genuinely do not like most of their stuff. I, I, I feel to, like I introduced you to them in high school. Yeah, I think you did. I think you gave me a CD that had uh, the Bixby Canyon Bridge on it, mm-hmm, <laughs> yeah. maybe a few others. But um, I, I liked some songs on that. I like some songs on every album, yes. but for the most part, I do not like a single album mm-hmm. very as much. As in its entirety. Yes. Other than their, the one before this one, Kintsugi, which I thought was an awesome record. I don't think record. I listened to it. Everything, every song on that one, really good, at least in my opinion. Hmm. This album... Every song is the like truly identical to the one before it. It I like it was like I listened to a forty five minute Death Cab for Cutie song that wasn't transatlanticism, <laughs> and it just was like all right. So that's my review. All right. Well, thank you for that. Yeah. Um, I would like to get straight into my thing for this week's episode. Do it. Um. So I'm gonna bury the lead a little bit mm-hmm. because there was this news article that came up about a football team. Um that kind of sparked this whole thing. Um, it got myself and Natalie talking about um, the different soda companies, Coca-Cola, Pepsi, and who owns what. Okay. You know, all yeah. their subsidiaries. Uh-huh. And she said that her school used to be a Pepsi school, like uh, Santa Clara University. Okay. Used to be a Pepsi school. Gotcha. So in all the cafeterias, wherever, blah, 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 they had Pepsi products. Uh-huh. Which is great for her because they had Gatorade. Oh, you know? yep. Yeah. I'm not sure if you knew this, but Gatorade is a Pepsi subsidiary. I don't think I necessarily knew that, but I knew that Coca-Cola had Powerade. And I think they might have vitamin water. I don't know. But yeah. I know they for sure have Powerade. Powerade. And uh, yeah, that would make sense. Okay. But here's the thing. So does vitamin got, water still exist? Yeah. So we got I in a, got sued into oblivion. Well, I don't know. Anyway, we got into a, 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 a debate about this because when you go into McDonald's or whatever, which is a Coke... Yes. Uh, establishment. Uh-huh. They have Powerade, right? Mm-hmm. They have Coke, Sprite, whatever, Powerade. When you go into a Mountain Dew, like Taco Bell or whatever, they have Pepsi, Mountain Dew, whatever, but they do not have Gatorade. Correct. So when she said they were a Pepsi school and they had Gatorade, I'm like, whoa, no, Gatorade is not a Pepsi place. She's like, no, it, Gatorade is 100% uh, Pepsi. You know what? I've never seen Gatorade come out of a fountain. They never do, which is why it got me. Natalie was Uh, 100% right. Let me repeat that because she's... Natalie, you were right. Gatorade is a Pepsi subsidiary. We looked it up. up. Wikipedia, whatever. Because I had to look it up. I'm like, I don't believe that. So then... That's a big deal. Yeah. So... I didn't know that. We were looking into it and all these different subsidiaries. And uh, we're going to go on the website as a show and we're going to talk you through these. But all of the different... Bur- what you? I wouldn't say brands. I w- sub brands. Uh, sub brands are different, like entities within whatever. Yeah, subsidiaries. They're, they, sub-brands. they're subsidiaries of the companies, but they're also like Sprite is a Coke product, but also it's its own thing. Anyway, yeah. So Taco Bell is a Pepsi product. 
Yeah, so so <laughs> what, we got into all these things. But the reason that we started talking about all this is because the Cleveland Browns, NFL football team. Yes. Are the <laughs> Thank you. For those of you who are living under a rock. <laughs> they are the first NFL team to partner with, wait for it, Keurig Dr. Pepper as their exclusive beverage deal. Now I know Boy, what you're that thinking. Sound like a terrible, <laughs> gr- disgusting drink. Now I know what you're thinking. When did Keurig and Dr. Pepper become one thing? For for me, it's more of a when did wait since when is Dr. Pepper not a Pepsi thing? I kind of always associated Dr. Pepper and Pepsi because Pib and Coke. Mm-hmm. I assumed it was the same thing. At some point, obviously, they spun out on their own because Dr. Pepper, the superior soda, of more than Pepsi. Of all of them. Yeah. It was, it blew my mind that Keurig Dr. Pepper was a thing. Yeah. So then we looked into it, right? Uh-huh. So I'm going to pull up this website because you go to Keurig Dr. Pepper and you go to our brands, you will be astonished to see all of the things that Keurig Dr. Pepper like has in their portfolio. Uh-huh. Keurig Dr. Pepper includes Pete's Coffee. Uh, barista Bros, Cinnabon, Krispy Kreme Donuts, Krispy Kreme, Cinnabon, Newman's Own Organics. So that's all the dressings, all of the whatever. Oh, but, interesting. Yeah, I think I was under that's the impression that Kahlua. They have they have that. Uh, so then they have your typical uh, Dr Pepper, Seven Up, and W, Canada Dry, Schweppes, Crust, Sunkissed, RC Cola, um, Snapples is a Keurig Dr Pepper product. Then you go into, they have Schweppes. I already said Snapples and Canada Dry. Yeah. For juices and drinks, they also own Hawaiian Punch. Ooh. Mott's. Uh-huh. Margaritaville. Swiss Miss. Like, uh-huh. they're, poor, like, you're like, I had no idea. The they have Keurig- a lot of the mixers, too. Like, they they have a lot of good, like, bases. Yes. In there. But also, I imagine, like, if you look, their coffee portfolio in itself is, um pretty astonishing and it, this makes sense when you go to the keurig Ke- aspect yeah. and i see there keurig used to be green mountain and then keurig obviously became the more well-known brand so green mountain now is subsidiary of keurig mm. which is interesting but that just got me talking and i just wanted to talk more i guess about um these different large brands and their subsidiaries so like we did this uh, exercise for keurig dr pepper i kind of want to look at coca-cola's website and dr pepper but i just want to talk to you about did you know that keurig dr pepper was a thing sure did didn't. you know like did, like because everybody kind of has a basic understanding of brand like everybody knows pepsi mountain dew or thing everybody knows coke and sprite you know but this was interesting to me yeah i I'm so curious to know like what their biggest um, like what their revenue mostly comes from because like I think Tully's coffee isn't that like a wouldn't that be kind of what you can find in a hotel kind of thing like you know supplying just huge batches of Tully's coffee Tully's coffee is the most like recognizable for me of the Keurig generic stuff. Okay, it's, it's a okay. There we it go. just looks like oh yeah, this yeah. is when you want a Green Mountain and Tully's are just like the yeah, the, but because like, they have Starbucks carrot like K cups, you know, and all these yeah. different. But like these ones are the ones that you're like oh yeah, it's it's pretty wild that they own like all of the coffee shops that aren't like Starbucks. The only one I'm, the uh, chains that aren't like Starbucks, maybe Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, um, Cinnabon also is very surprising that they're a subsidiary. Cin- Cinnabon, yeah. And well, and Kahlua kind of a standout on that list. 
Actually, yeah. you know what? If I had to look at this coffee list, I would say Emerald probably stands out the most because that's when you think coffee brands, I don't really think of Emerald Lagasse. The mm. <laughs> Is that the same person? Yeah, that's his brand. Oh. Yeah. I thought there was a D on that. Emerald? A silent D? <laughs> Boom. Not so silent in my opinion. Um, all right, so let's go to our brands. Uh-huh, of mm. Coke. No, how do I how do I do this? Hmm. How, how does their website work? <laughs> Oh wait, to... hold on. If you go to our oh, that's a, the that's the thing. Coke keeps it pretty. Uh, I don't think you're going to be able to find their like sub brands because they keep everything pretty separated. Um, I think if you, yeah, if you if you pull up their Wikipedia, the Coca Cola Company, much like Disney, owns a lot of everything. Yeah. So, um, do you have any other thoughts on that before I start listening off the Coca Cola ones? Because I just want to hear your opinion on. Oh, I, w- I want to. I was kind of hoping we would get into maybe some of the like. I want to know just where Dr Pepper came from in terms of like how did Dr Pepper become it? You have the tab open already. I do. Okay. Um, like I don't understand how we suddenly got to the point where Keurig and Dr Pepper are the same company because in, seriously, I thought like Dr Pepper and Snapple were under Pepsi for the longest time because they're usually sharing the fountain. They are in the in history have been sharing the fountain. But I've noticed in recent years that Dr. Pepper has shown up in places where it previously maybe wouldn't have been available. And, and so it, now you know it's why. also disappeared from a few places where I think it should be available. Do you remember Looking where you saw this in the where I saw uh, the what the What was your question about Dr. Pepper? Um I wanted to know when uh, maybe we can look at Dr. Pepper too, but there was a part of um, let's see. The acquisition of Keurig, New Brewers Company name change. Oh, so they do serve uh Dunkin' Donuts Keurig pods. So they have partnership with Dunkin' Donuts. They just they also have Dunkin partnership with like Starbucks. Yeah. And, um, so they have literally every they make money from everybody's coffee mm-hmm. is what they're saying there basically. I'm trying to find okay acquisition, acquisition of Dr Pepper. Of Dr Pepper. So Dr Snapple. Pepper Snapple was the original thing, and then they acquired and became Keurig Dr Pepper. Okay. Can you go to the Dr. Pepper Snapple group page? This is fascinating. Like how, like this is like just big rich people moving their money around. Like, yeah. <laughs> like it does, like none of it makes any sense, nor does it have any necessity. It's let me, like, let me give you a, um, do that uh, and I'll look through this. A stock for dummies 101 by an idiot. Okay. <laughs> I can't believe we didn't cover that in, in our taxes. We should have <laughs> looked should, into we should stock. Have, no stock. Okay, but let me <laughs> let me give you a little let me give you a little bit of my knowledge from what I learned um, in a crash course at work. So, um, you've heard of the Dow, correct? The Dow Jones and um, Nasdaq and all that stuff, right? As of July, sorry, as to interrupt, but as of July 2018, the Dr Pepper Snapple Group is newly formed with the conglomerate Keurig Dr Pepper. So that was well, literally last month. Last month. That's why. Maybe this that's is, why we didn't know about. That's it. why we didn't know about this. <laughs> but there we go. I don't pay attention to the you know soft drink industry that often. But Although now you know. they're now they're but kind of out of the soft drink okay, industry. But no, it's because they isn't Kahlua not a soft. Wouldn't that Kahlua is a liquor? Yeah, I was gonna say. How are you still in the soft drink anyway? Go well, ahead. you could say the same with Coca Cola. They make so many different types of drinks. It's not necessarily Coke drinks you know, or soft drink. Anyway, what I'm trying to say yeah, though about my. Um, Stock market for idiots given to you or as taught by a, a idiot, you know, uh-huh. um, is I learned what the Dow Jones was, and so the Dow is the Atlas thirty 
um, of like the big staple companies and organizations. Sure. Um, and it's their average stock. So when they say the Dow is up, it's like on average, wait, I'm pretty sure it's 30, it could be 50. On average, based across these 30 companies, it is up X basis points or whatever. Uh huh. And then, or so when the market is high or low, you can tell because it's a, it's come, it's from a, a wide range. The Dow is made up of a wide range of companies. Yes, a whole bunch of different things. Yeah. Did you know that? Yes. So Coca Cola is one of them that make is that makes up the Dow. They are the whole O in the Dow. <laughs> nope, that's not <laughs> how that works. <laughs> um, and then, like, I know that Nike is a part of that. GE is a part of that. Um, Wells Fargo got kicked out. <laughs> Deservedly so. Yeah, they yeah. got kicked out of the Dow. Um, and it's, like, rare to be, like, for a new company to be added in or a, another company to be taken out. And it's because ba- it's, like, it's not based on how big you are right now, you know? It's about, like, showing a long period of, you know, of stability, I believe. Um, right. So we can go into more of those companies. So all of those companies in the Dow are are like these conglomerates that we're talking about, like you know how Dr Pepper, Keurig, or I mean Keurig, Dr Pepper, yeah. Coca Cola, Pepsi. They're all like huge organizations. I think Home Depot might be a part of the Dow. I don't know, but that would make sense. Do you think Lowe's is then in there too? Absolutely not. <laughs> oh, you say absolutely not? Or? I'm positive. It's oh, not. okay. <laughs> um, Hold because on. they they try and have like just one from like they have it across different um, industries, you know. Yeah, they don't have two of the same. I f- except for banks, they have a few banks in there. I found kind of an answer. It's not really a great answer, but it basically did answer my question. Turns out I it was some old information, but Dr Pepper and Snapple products used to be part of Pepsi and Coke, respectively. It seems like then they. They licensed certain products to those brands. So some of the products went to was for Coke, some of them were for Pepsi. Exactly, they and then they sort of. It seems like they have been spinning out of that from there. I don't know. It see. It seems like a whole mess at that point. But mm-hmm. I was. You did see Snapple and Dr Pepper usually on the Pepsi fountain. Yes. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. And you saw some of their other things on the Coke fountains. Correct. Like if you look at Crush. I think would be maybe a oh you know what no because they have Fanta they wouldn't have Crush, but maybe oh Canada Dry probably, yeah that one might have been on in a license to Coke yeah yeah anyway it's just all very interesting to me but but that's good it's good to know that it's literally like last month they formed this weird coffee's <laughs> coffee Dr Pepper. But I'm glad to see that my favorite soft drink is doing so well. I was well right. In the world. It is 30 companies in the Dow. I feel real smart right now. You know. Well done. Uh, stock for dummies, as portrayed and distributed <laughs> by an idiot. <laughs> Dang it! I was hoping that this list was literally just a, <laughs> a whole bunch of letters and not okay. The actual so company uh, three. Can I? Can I? I'm just gonna give a brief reading, uh, and you'll recognize a lot of these. 3M, American Express, Apple, uh-huh. Boeing, uh-huh. Caterpillar, Chevron, Cisco, Coca-Cola, Disney. Yep. Uh, Dow DuPont, ExxonMobil, Goldman Sachs, Home Depot, IBM, Intel, Johnson & Johnson, J.P. Morgan Chase, McDonald's, Merck, Microsoft, Nike, Pfizer, Procter & Gamble, Travelers Company, United Technologies, United Health, Verizon, that's interesting, Visa, Walmart, and Walgreens. That's also interesting. For the last year. It's interesting to see, I, I don't know, what does volume mean here on this list? 
in, um, in the stock for maybe dummies. shares. I don't know. Of course, don't if know. that's sh- I'm inter- I'm curious about that because look how many shares Apple has. I know that Apple huge company. I know mm-hmm. that Intel huge company. Obviously, tech very big. Mm-hmm. But Procter and Gamble, from what I understand, Procter and Gamble owns most of the world, mm-hmm. and theirs is the same size as Coca Cola's. Mm-hmm. Roughly, I kind of want to look at Procter and Gamble. Also, Johnson and Johnson's on here too. Those ones also have a lot of. Uh, this is we're not getting out of the food, and we're going straight into different. Procter like, and Gamble is, is definitely in food, I think. Oh well, I was in saying like Johnson and Johnson, like all of yeah. their their products. That's also very interesting. Yeah, Johnson, uh, like, yeah. I did not know that those were both were from the same company. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I just associate the, like the Johnson and Johnson brand. I just kind of think of baby shampoo. Oh really? I'm pretty sure like Windex is part of that. Clorox. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I have no doubt that they have just about everything. Are they here? Why did that? Why did that show up on Portland in the map? That was weird. I don't know. Where is Johnson? In? That'd be nice. Maybe I should work there. <laughs> it, oh, uh, oh my they, gosh! They, yeah, have, they have they have <laughs> consumer <laughs> products, medical devices, the pharmaceutical f- products. Oh, we're diving way too deep. Yeah, into this, it right no, now. Let's this is abort, <laughs> get out of this. Uh, this oh, is uh, I don't want to go down this. They are literally advertising LASIK <laughs> eye surgery on their page. That's way too. The, Johnson and Johnson, a family out, company. Let's <laughs> check out Procter and Gamble real quick. See what they're, they have everything. They, I feel like they have toothpaste. They have, oh yeah, oh yeah. Look at all of these. This topic became so much more interesting than I anticipated uh, going into these, because this is what you. This is a conglomerate, right? This is what. Yes. Okay. Procter Gamble, I think, is like the definition of what a conglomerate would be. Yeah, they have. Okay, all right, they, so they, we're out here on Procter and Gamble. They're yeah, this is this is more what I thought for also for uh, Johnson and Johnson. I consider them direct competitors. Uh huh. Um, so, uh, Procter and Gamble, they have, oh, that's uh, right. Bounty. We, we have talked about PNG, I think, because we talked about, did we talk about Super Bowl commercials? Uh, yeah, we did talk about Super Bowl commercials on our Super Bowl episode. Yeah. Cause we talked about how the Old Spice commercial was able to bring in, or no, Tide. Mm-hmm. It was Tide. It was able to bring in all of these other brands and we're like, how did, how are they able to use and their it, slogans and stuff? Oh, cause they're literally they're all, all uh, Procter and Gamble companies. Yeah. That was pretty intelligent. Um, so they have Braun, Brownie, Gain, Febreze, Downey, Dawn, Charmin, Crest. Okay, that's interesting to me. I that Charmin, essentially, Charmin and Downey, and like all of the toilet papers you could get are all from the same company. Isn't Downey it's laundry it, detergent? Doesn't oh Charmin, but Crest and Oral the, B. The, <laughs> Crest and Oral B is funny to me because yeah. I just as I, those seem like competitors to me. Olay, Old Spice, Pantene, Pampers. Uh-huh. Swiffer, Tampex, Tide, Vix. The best thing would be if they. I feel uh, like there should be another page. Oh, we're only in the. <laughs> oh, where are the? Are you, no, wait. What? This is interesting. Maybe they. There maybe they've offloaded. Oh, there. There we go. Aussie bounce shampoo, uh, which is laundry. Comet, Cascade Comet, laundry. A lot of laundry. Yeah, they they and have they things. they know the three aisles they're in in Target. You know, they they stick to those three aisles. Oh, I was trying to figure out why they split. They have like three. They have Gillette represented here like three different times, but it's Gillette in every different country <laughs> that they or every different market, basically. Interesting. It seems like. But yeah, um, Procter and Gamble. This okay. So this is different because I feel like we we've already kind of uh, this is a peek behind the curtain. We've talked about our next episode, uh-huh. and right now we're sticking to these type of conglomerates i feel like in the next one we can go to media ones 
I think we've already we've we've hashed those out pretty well. That's fair. Pretty but early. We were kind of going that way anyway. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is like because you had briefly mentioned. Okay, wait. You wait, briefly, wait. I'm gonna get there in a second. You, oh my gosh! You have you briefly mentioned um, Disney and how they kind of own everything, kind of like Procter Gamble. Um, but so I didn't want you to get ahead of your skis on that one. But let me just say, so we are on the Procter and Gamble website looking at the different brands, and we see the that best. they have they have Mr. <laughs> Clean. And many of you of our American listeners will understand what Mr. Clean, what that type of product is. What we have just discovered and stumbled upon is in other markets. Take me to that site. As Mr. Proper. <laughs> oh, wait, no. Yeah, it, it was Mr. Proper, but the, uh, I, I thought that that was going to be the British name. Is this German? This is German. So it's it's not Mister, but it was abbreviated. Mister proper. It, yeah, the like, it was Mr. Proper. Like it looked like it was. This is just like in London they call it Mister Proper. <laughs> no, but it's Mister. Yeah, in uh, that's just hilarious. That, oh man, I thought that that was just like yeah, you know, the English they don't like to say clean, they like to say proper. So <laughs> that's <laughs> like funny. that would be like the funniest and most unnecessary brand change. Also, this is the Tide logo, but it's called Ace. Yeah, what is Ace? I'm assuming Ace is just tied in different countries. Yeah. What is this? That's Spanish. Ah. In uh, Spain, it is apparently Ace instead of Tide. Um, all right. Uh, you had also brought up another um, genre or field that these types of conglomerates uh, might be a part of. You were talking about the candy industry. Uh, elaborate a little bit on that. Okay. I can't. This might be something that we've talked about anyway. But I, don't, I, don't, I don't really care. Anyway. Can you pull up KitKat? Uh, just like a Wikipedia page for KitKat. I think they're the best example for this, but the candy industry is a freaking mess. So we were talking about how, okay, yeah, some some Dr. Pepper products may be licensed by Coke or maybe may licensed by Pepsi or whatever. But like... So KitKat is a Nestle product. Here, it is a Nestle product, I think. So go... Wait, go, go to their Wikipedia page. Because... With different candies, different like different candies will be distributed by different companies in different regions. So, Kit Kat is an is distributed by Nestle here, but it may be distributed by Hershey in a different country. Different branding, different everything, and like there's no rhyme or reason for it. Are you sure, different branding because I'm pretty sure Kit Kat is the same everywhere, looks wise, right? Uh, it. But you're talking about distribution. Like, there will be like the new Kit Kat branding. Like if you scroll up, I'm pretty sure that old, yeah, the international Kit Kat logo, and then there's the United States Kit Kat logo. Like they're and they are oh, distinctly, like, yeah, they are distinctly different candies. Like so, people, for those of you who can't see because this is a podcast, uh, the international Kit Kat logo has Nestle's up at the top, uh-huh. and, and it's I feel like it's the Kit Kat that it looks be, like a classic Kit Kat. You, logo. It's, it's recognizable. The United States Kit Kat logo is just plain and simple white and red Kit Kat. And it, is, it is the font that you would recognize now on the sh- on the candy shelves. Yeah. Like if they did a throwback Kit Kat, that's what the international logo would look like. Interesting. So in different countries, like in different regions. So it says that worldwide its owner is Nestle. Nestle owns it. Yes, entirely. Mm-hmm. But it is distributed, I think, by Hershey. I'm not sure. It's, it's not distributed by Nestle as far as I know. Well, it said here it is. I think here it is distributed by Nestle. 
right? Wait, go go back to the. It'll it'll say on the on the page. I think here it is a Nestle thing. Or no. Yeah, you're right. So, KitKat bars in the United States are produced under license by, by the, Her- the Hershey's yeah. company. There we go. So, I had it backward. Which is, isn't that like a direct competitor? Yes. A hundred percent. Like, they, they each, like, they distribute different candies based on, I think, I think Crunch may be another one. Like, it's especially with, like, Nestle and Hershey are, like, doing some weird things with licensing. Obviously, Hershey bars are put out by Hershey. Every, but, like, isn't that wild? Like why on earth? Oh, okay. So with I'm some gonna, of these, well, yeah, Nestle. Okay, so I opened up Nestle to look at their brands, but they are so wide ranging. Um, they have like, oh, would you like to look at our baking brands, our coffee brands, our culinary, food, service, high, health, science, international, infant solutions, water, pet so care, ice cream. Here's a, here's my problem. I like myself a good Kit Kat. Oh, what was the other one? Hershey's. I really like Kit Kat bars. And can you look up? I don't know who. I think Reese's are Mars. But Mars Corporate. Anyway. I spelled, I spelled brand wrong. <laughs> oh, no. They, Hershey's is Reese's. Reese's Hershey's. Hershey's Reese's peanut butter cups. A lot of. It's, yes. A lot of Hershey's. There. Hershey's has. Look, Kit Kat on, on, their, on the front of their page. <laughs> but it's an. Oh one of their pillars, Kit Kat. But it's owned. Nestle. It is a brand owned by Nestle. So then how does that work? Like, Well, that reminds me, if you look at like the iPhone, all of the new iPhone screens are made by Samsung. Oh, they're made by Samsung, but they are all like, like KitKat is a Nestle brand <laughs> that is also a pillar of Hershey's, one of Nestle's premier chocolate competitors. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's mind blowing there. And also, I, I don't know, for, to me, I feel like this is the most interesting, like, things to talk about when you talk about you talk about economics uh-huh. you talk about um marketing yeah. advertising you talk about like business stock like whatever, whatever. The, the what companies and brands are owned by what like conglomerates and what are like that is just so interesting to me like oh i did not know that this was a blank product like yeah that is so interesting to me but here, and so I feel like we kind of stumbled into what we were trying to talk about when we yeah. got into the doctor or the Keurig Dr. Pepper thing. Yeah. That kind of opened the door. But just looking at all of these different subsidiaries is crazy. I have made an interesting decision in my life. And here, let's hash this out right here. Also, I didn't know that that was what a Mr. Good part looked like. Anyway. <laughs> No, it's not. It, that, they don't look like that. I know, but that was just the funniest uh, self-interruption. Yeah, you know? I was just like, well, wait, wait, is that what the... You should, yeah. uh, everybody should go to the Hershey's. You website. should go to the Hershey's.com website. Like, that is a beautiful webpage. Look at all, all of these candies. It looks, so like, it looks legitimate like just a portfolio. Although, yeah. to be honest, that, that York peppermint patty looks like it hasn't just fully rendered yet. Like, it looks like <laughs> we're waiting for it to pop in. Yeah. <laughs> that one looks like pretty bad Photoshop. That's real bad. <laughs> That's really bad. And good and plenty. Oh, wait, do you, they have Mike and Ike's? Oh, they have Twizzlers. Ugh. Those suck. Well, look, nobody said that they were good at making things that weren't chocolate. No. And actually, to be fair, nobody really said that they were very good at making chocolate. This is chocolate. a red vine family. <laughs> a red <laughs> vine household. Wait, keep going. Hold on. Icebreakers? Are nuts and caramel. Is it caramel or caramel? <laughs> caramel, apparently. Yeah. Cadbury? I didn't know that was Hershey's. I, yeah, I didn't either. Maybe it might be Nestle. I, I, I'm pretty sure Cadbury is Nestle. I think it is Nestle, other places yeah. Because the, the eggs, I think, are Nestle. Interesting. The Cadbury bar... Not. 
Interesting. But I'm pretty sure Cadbury, if you go like in, I remember in Europe or even in Kenya or Africa or whatever, I'm pretty sure Cadbury is a Nestle product. Yeah. And they're the eggs, right? No, even these ones, like the, oh, okay. the bars. Oh, well, that would make sense. Yeah. Cadbury distribution. Anyway. Okay. My problem is Kit Kat is one of my favorite candy bars, mm-hmm. but I have a blanket boycott on the Nestle Corporation. I do not buy Nestle products. And then I found out that Nestle sneakily is selling their products through other names. And now I don't know what to do with myself. Well, so, okay, but now do I in, the, in the U.S., it's a Hershey's product. Is that okay for you? But that's, so that's my, it's a Kit, it, Kit Kat is a Nestle brand that I'm assuming like Hershey has the distribution rights and it's a, it's a Hershey brand. But like, how do I, tra- how do I then trace that back? Like, is how do I follow the money? Is the money going to Nestle in any way? Is, are they getting like even five cents? I would imagine a portion of Kit Kat money anywhere goes to Nestle. Yeah. I imagine it more of like a um, what's what's Subway? What's what do you mean? It's a fast food. No, uh, um, you know. And I'm talking about how like you can start a subway or whatever, like you could franchise. Franchise. I imagine Kit Kat as like a franchise that Hershey <laughs> has, you know. <laughs> so, you know, you, you kind of get what I'm trying to say. Uh huh. And so, even it's still Nestle's, in the same way that Subway is still the organ, the corporation still has it, but like, um, Hershey's is making money off of selling oh, Kit Kats. All right. So then, no more Kit Kats for me then. I don't know. That's a tragedy. Uh, by the way, you should this- all. Not this. to be preachy, but boycott Nestle. Good lord, get away from that company. That yeah, thing is so, a nightmare. Well, well that's why you got to go to the Nestle brands because they, they have so much stuff. It'll be hard to boycott everything. Uh, and I think their Wikipedia page is more helpfully laid out in a way. But uh, man, for, uh, oh, yeah, or, let me tell you, a company that uses, uh, that does, well, doesn't d- directly use, but definitely does not do anything to stop child slavery is not a great thing. That's just the tip of the iceberg with Nestle. Nestle is an all-around horrible company. A horrible company. Um, what was I going to say? C- oh, what is that? The CEO that said they don't believe water is a, a human, foundational or, yeah. human right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and <laughs> they're like the actively in like South America trying to and Africa like own water. They're, own. Try, they're trying to. They were trying to bottle water in California during like the peak of their drought. When people are like not not showering for days because it was like there's literally like not enough water for us to drink if I shower. Nestle's like, what if we bottled some of that and sold it to them? Yeah, <laughs> sold it back to you. Okay, here is what I was trying to get um, on before we got on our high horse about Nestle. What if there was a MythBuster slash? I don't know what would be. I, there, there's probably a really good uh, channel that would do this. A side, uh, maybe Bon Appetit on YouTube. Check uh-huh. out one of our previous um, episodes. Of tell you about, oh, I think about that. I'll just get her Kit Kat recipe. I'll make it myself. Okay, here, easy. Here, think about this. <laughs> side by side Kit Kat comparison between an American Hershey's Kit Kat uh-huh. and a global international Nestle's Kit Kat. I want to see the side by side comparison on what it tastes like. Because I'm sure that Hershey's is using Hershey's chocolate, which is not chocolate, very good chocolate. And Nestle is using Nestle's milk chocolate, which is slightly better. So. Side I, side. B- I bet you, the, yeah, I bet you the international Kit Kat tastes better. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, for any of our viewers Screw who are going Nestle. overseas, try and get a Nestle Kit Kat, bring and it to us, and ship we will, it to our PO box. Yes, we <laughs> or will. just hand it to me in public. You all yeah. know us. <laughs> all right, this has been a, a riveting show for me. I feel like it was it was fun and entertaining. It was interesting. 
a little bit educational, uh-huh. you know? It, it kind of checked all the boxes on a typical things and stuff show, but kind of like more so, you know? Yeah. When you and I came up with the idea of doing a podcast, mm-hmm. this is basically the kind of conversation that you and I would be having, whether the mics were on or not. <laughs> yes. Like, <laughs> now we're just mics, recording ourselves. <laughs> like, you, the listener, could have been here or could have not been here. This would have happened regardless. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, the, upon discovering the Keurig Dr. Pepper Company, we probably would have talked... Maybe three hours about this rather than 35 yeah. minutes. We were trying to edit ourselves down to 30 minutes. As always, this has been the Things and Stuff podcast. You can follow me at the Sneath And me at Jeremy underscore Juan. And you can follow the show at Things Stuff Pod. I'm not sure really why you'd follow any of us on anything at this point. I haven't posted anything anywhere in maybe a year. Okay. As always. But more importantly, follow like the show like on whether it's on... Your Pocket Cast, Podcast yeah, app, Subscribe to the podcast. Maybe we should switch that up. Thing. I'm going to... Here we go. As always, this has been the Things and Stuff Podcast. Subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast services and write in with all of your podcast topic recommendations, questions, comments, concerns, corrections to sayyourthing at gmail.com. That is sayyourthing at gmail.com. Things and Stuff posts each and every Monday, so we'll see you here next week. Bye-bye.